0: You're listening to the More of What Matters podcast, honest conversations for daring women. Hello, welcome to season two of the More of What Matters podcast. I am Andrea Olson and I am so excited because I'm going to kick this off in a big way, and I was thinking about how I can bring some value for you that also translates into what you might be working on in your own personal goals for the new year, and while it is already later in January, I felt like it was relevant to talk about this because so many people get started on something at the beginning of the year and by this point in the new year have already made choices, and those choices in some ways, could be bringing you closer to what you should be doing or want to be doing. And in other ways, you might already feel like you are off track. And so I want to talk about the three things that I learned in 2022 from getting started on a new goal, and specifically that new goal being starting this podcast and creating the podcast from merely an idea. So I know that this is specifically talking about my goal of creating the podcast, but it is relatable for any goal. The three things that I've identified are certainly things that, if I think about it in relation to the other businesses that I have, really do correlate and are part of their story as well. So it should not surprise me that these are things I learned. But sometimes we have to relearn as we approach new goals and remind ourselves that even though we have done other things in our lives, being a beginner and doing something new is still going to bring us into new challenges and remind us once again that we are always learning, especially if we're open to learning. So the first one is that getting started is the easy part. And I don't say that to diminish the idea and the decision to start something. I mean it in the sense that A lot of times we create this buildup around the decision to do something, the decision to begin. And in my experiences, the decision to start something is usually the easy part. And I say this also because if there's something you're considering and you keep thinking about should I do it, should I not do it, More, more than likely you have already invested more time in that thought process. Then would take to pursue and get started and learn by actually doing, especially if you're going to consider this over and over and over again throughout the year. That was actually a big part of what made me finally say in April of 2022, I am going to publish my first episode. It really was not the perfect moment. There were a lot of other things going on in my life at the time. It wasn't scripted. I hadn't done a lot of pre-planning ahead of knowing for a long time I wanted to do it. But getting started and actually pushing record was the easy part. Now, everything that followed began the journey of figuring out how to be a podcaster and how to build this into something that I really wanted it to become. And that is still in process. And that's the part that I don't think most of us spend a lot of time thinking about and Also, because it can be intimidating to think about, it could also be the reason you have decided not to pursue something yet, is you feel like it's going to take up too much of your bandwidth, too much of your time, and you're worried about that. You're thinking ahead and worrying about that. And that can be valid. 100% can be valid. What I learned in that, though, is that if I was thinking this is going to overtake my life and I have no way of knowing for sure if it will or not, then I would be limiting myself indefinitely because there's no real way to prove otherwise. So for me, what I had to decide early on was what did success actually look like? I had to frame that out and decide I'm not going to record a podcast every single week. That isn't going to be success for me in this season. Now, as I continue and I get better and I improve, that actually could increase the number that I'm able to put out. But Initially, I couldn't commit to that, but what I could commit to was quality content. And what I could commit to was following through with my vision. And I knew it would reach the right people initially and then build from there. And that's really all I had to decide early on. And so maybe if you're struggling with the decision to get started with something, you might be putting too much emphasis on having all the other steps figured out first. When in reality, you're not going to have the other steps figured out until you start moving. It's really not even possible. You can have some boundaries set up. You can know maybe the time of day you're going to work on it and how you're going to implement healthy habits around it so that you can sustain it. But ultimately, you're not going to know until you start start with it. So often that getting started decision is the easy step and everything else that follows is where you start to learn and be a little humbled. I mean, for me, I had to learn that I was stepping into a space that a lot of people are in that have been doing it a lot longer than me. So I could not compare myself to my favorite podcasters. These, these people have staffs. They have um, teams of people helping them. They have been doing this for years. They can book celebrity you know, interviews. They can do all these things. And what I learned is that feeling of insecurity that would potentially keep me from getting started was purely me deciding it was okay for me to be a beginner. And so once I gave myself that permission, everything else that followed began the journey. Okay, the second thing I learned is that not everyone will understand why you're doing something. And this one's funny because especially this is true with people that you think would totally get it. Now I'll give you an example. So many of my best friends completely saw this coming. Like they have been big supporters from the get-go, my husband, big supporter, but other people haven't fully understood why I'm doing this. And I love these other people. So I say this because it's been a good realization for me that a lot of times these dreams or these ideas or these goals that we have are so hard to articulate The fullness of why we want to pursue something, that there is this little bit of having to trust your own intuition and your gut. And for me, like I felt like that nudge was coming from the Holy Spirit as well. Like it wasn't just me saying, I want to do this for me, because there's no, there's actually no like income potential on this right now. Like this is not why I'm doing it. It's truly knowing that it is part of my calling to pursue this. And so, not everyone's going to understand that because it's not something that others can necessarily touch and feel and see and have proof of uh, until there is proof and that just takes time. Uh, And even in season one, you know, I did a range of topics, I did a range of podcasts. And so certain ones connected with certain people and maybe not all connected with everyone. And again, that means that some people are not going to get it. I just want to say if you are pursuing a goal that not everyone fully gets or appreciates or understands, or maybe they're openly questioning you, the good news is it does really force you to better understand your reasons and to be able to articulate them. Not because you have to convince people of what you're doing and why you're doing it, but it is a healthy thing to be able to articulate why you're passionate about something. Because when you are passionate about something and you can articulate it, you can now turn that into helping others. And so what it did allow me to do was help form kind of a mission statement for myself as to how I wanted to approach this space, how I wanted to connect with you, the audience, how I wanted to bring value to those who listen, and also why was I doing this? Was I doing it for me? Or was I doing it for something bigger than me? And that's certainly what I discovered through the process is I actually love hearing what listening to a certain episode has done for you. That is my biggest joy. And so anytime I hear somebody share what something something I said or a guest said really did for them and changed the way they looked at something or changed their life in some small or large way... I know that that's why I've been called to do this. That becomes so evident for me. So it's okay, not everyone's gonna understand why you pursue certain goals and don't let that be the reason you don't because likely they're not going to understand for a very long time, maybe ever, but likely eventually if you stick with it because you have a vision for what it could become or what it is becoming, they will understand much later. And maybe they'll even say, I'm really glad you didn't stop because I didn't get it at first. If I had a dollar for every time somebody said that about my other businesses, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be a lot because that is part of the vehicle of setting bold and audacious goals is that you are not going to capture everyone's attention right away. And that is normal, healthy, and actually really good. So the third is that you will get better through repetition. Gosh, I I really learned that with podcasting because I was stepping into a space where I had to Google how to do every single thing I was doing. I didn't know how to record a podcast. I didn't know where to upload it. I didn't know how to get it on Apple and Spotify and Audible and all those places. I truly had to be willing to just learn. And of course, the repetition of doing it over and over allowed me to improve. Now, I'm still a beginner in many ways, but I have since, you know, gotten some additional support behind the scenes to help me with elements of the podcast and the marketing. But even so, I just noticed myself getting more confident through repetition. And then I took a little bit of a break um, between season one and season two for more, you know, purposeful family time to recharge, to sketch out ideas, to be creative, to give myself some white space. And I always recommend that when you can do it, especially in the realm of something that is not income producing for you. I mean, again, I'm speaking early stage. I do have vision for what this can become, but my reasons are still very foundational that... This is to help people. So if I can reach more people, that is my number one goal. I know that I will only get better at doing this through repetition. I can bring in the best guests in the world, and I do plan to do that, but I know that I need to be prepared for them. And so the best way I can prepare myself is to commit to the process. And so if you're in a goal and you are thinking about how can I get better Quickly at something. I want you to consider maybe getting better quickly has more to do with who you're becoming. And are you becoming more adaptable? Are you becoming more proficient? Are you becoming more the person that can get to that goal more quickly? Or are you so obsessed with just the outcome that you're willing to make a lot of maybe shortcuts in the short term that hurt you in the long term. And I knew that is not what I wanted with this. I wanted to look back at the body of work and say, look at how much growth there is. And also this is proof of the process. I'm a big believer in being able to share your story to inspire others. And without having a story from the start that is relatable, it's hard to do that. And so for me, I was totally willing to put in the repetition to improve and i hope you are with your goals because honestly that's where people like to go back and look they like to go back and see what was that first one like and i'm okay if it's bare bones and not over the top and not super special because it does allow people to see the vulnerability of stepping into a new space okay the last little bonus one which is beyond the three i just touched on it a little bit And this was kind of a light bulb moment for me because I am a business owner. I have been self-employed now for over six years without any type of corporate career. I've been doing, I've been self-employed with a corporate career prior to that. But I have been identifying myself as a business owner for quite some time and proudly and without hesitation. And it wasn't until... Towards the end of season one that I started to include that I'm a podcaster. And that was so interesting to me because to think I had been doing it for six plus months before I really started to also identify myself as a podcaster means something. It means that for so many of us, we put different categories or groups of people on pedestals. For me, I had been listening to certain podcasts for a decade, you know, and, you know, or less, but just people that I really admire. And to me, they are podcasters. They are professional podcasters. They do this full time. This is their gig. And when I say that I'm a podcaster, I notice that in the very back of my mind and my thought is, but I'm not like them. And that thought is interesting because I'm not I am a confident person and I I do believe that what I'm doing here is very valuable. But just like many of you who struggle with that self-talk, what I was noticing is I noticed that I thought of myself as a podcaster, but a different one, like a different kind, not like the big name podcaster. And what's funny is that is so limiting for no reason. There's no reason for me to categorize that. Everyone starts somewhere. Everyone begins. And so To now have reached the point where I actually do identify myself as a podcast host and that I love what I do and it's just an extension of the other work that I do as well means that there has been major progress there. And so if you are pursuing a goal, let's say you want to start running and you are doing a little bit at a time and you're mostly jogging, occasionally you run, you might be hesitating to call yourself a runner, but reality is you are a runner. And the sooner you can say, I'm a runner, the more your brain starts to believe it over time, especially now, if you're also working towards it in a high repetition way where you can actually prove to yourself, you are the things you say. And that's my last thought for this is that as you look at the goals you have, the habits you're wanting to form, the way you talk to yourself through the process of deciding something, maybe you haven't been doing something specific up until this point, now you're ready to really go for it and you're really, really ready to commit to the idea of becoming that person, I would not wait to start calling yourself that. I wish in my looking back, I wish that I had assumed that identity of a podcast host and really taken that to heart even more quickly I know that it's part of the process and I know I'm meant to teach that and help you through that too because that's something I had to learn. But I hope for you you're willing to put aside the worry of what somebody might think or how they might interpret that or how you interpret that and be willing to say what it is you actually mean because somebody needs to know it and likely your goals and what you're pursuing is going to inspire somebody else. So I wish you amazing success in whatever that means in 2023. I'm really excited for this season. We have some amazing stuff coming up and I hope you subscribe, share, follow along. And the more people that get to hear about this podcast, I know the more people we can reach. It's going to be a blessing. I know it and I can already feel it. Thanks again.